Alright, welcome back pool fans from across the country and around the world. You are listening to American Billiard Radio. And my name is Mr. Bond. I'll be your host once again this week. It is January the 19th, 2017. And we're coming off the heels of the inaugural World Pool Series at Steinway Billiards in New York City. We've got to send out some congratulations to uh, Ruslan Chinnikov of Russia, who took the title there at the event. And, of course, lots of great play from top-caliber players from 35 different countries. By all accounts, it was a really fantastic event. We're going to uh, be talking with their media representative, Mr. Ted Lerner, here in just a second. He's going to give us the rundown on how everything went and what we have look f- to look forward to in the future with the, uh, the other events in the series. And, of course, we also want to send out some congratulations to Darren and the crew. You know, they put this uh, this series together in a short period of time. And, uh, you know, like I said, by all accounts, everything went smoothly and uh, the players were happy about it. So good on you, Darren. You and the guys, uh, this is good stuff and, and a great development in American pool. And uh, also speaking of pool, the uh, we have to send out some congratulations to Gareth Potts. He just took the title at the uh, Joy Billiards World Chinese 8-Ball Tournament. That uh, Chinese 8-Ball is not an easy game. And uh, he went over there and took that uh, took the title commandingly. So good on you, mate. It's uh, I would not be surprised if we see some of these Chinese 8-Ball events coming to the United States here pretty soon. So keep your eyes and your ears peeled. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be right back with Ted Lerner right after this. Welcome back, everybody, and I am with uh, Mr. Ted Lerner, Ed, Mr. International himself, who was there at the event, had the privilege of uh, announcing the event, did a great job, by the way, Mr. Ted, how you doing? Great, David, great to be with you, and uh, with all your, um, you know, thousands of fans out there, it's just uh, um, great to be here and talking to billiards. Heck yeah, man. So, um, Darren Appleton launches brand new pro tour. Uh, I mean, I guess we want to go out on a limb and call it that a little bit there. We, you know, hopeful that everything goes the way that it has been planned to. It's pretty exciting stuff considering that, uh, America has not seen uh, a quote unquote pro tour in, in quite a number of years. So this is pretty significant, isn't it? Mr. Lerner. Absolutely. It was a fantastic event, uh, one of the best I've been to. 
and I would I would have to describe it as uh, it's very similar to the man himself who put it together. Hardcore pool done the way you would want it. It was yeah. a you know Darren had promised a player centric tour. Uh, and you know he listened to the players about what they wanted in a in an event, and you know, and the fact that it was eight ball was a revelation to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been to like say the World Eight Ball Championship uh, in the United Arab Emirates a few years ago. Sure. Uh, I, I found eight ball when I watched it. Then I wasn't didn't grab my interest as much as nine ball. And I, and I, and, and I realized why when I went to New York was because, well, it was, it wasn't that easy to follow, you know, eight ball isn't, isn't so obvious as nine ball. Right. You know, when they break right. off the balls in nine ball, you know, exactly. There's only you know one exactly, way out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the rotation, like order. where, yeah. where the, uh, you know, the out is and then, you, you know, which ball to follow. But in eight ball, you don't know what the player is looking at. Uh, however, I had the, um, the, you know, the extreme pleasure of sitting there with none other than Nick Barner, a legend and Hall of Famer, yeah. uh, doing commentary. And Nick just you know, lays it out for the average fan to see. And it's a thing of beauty. Now, um, first, but, but let's, let's go back a little bit. You know, the event uh, being in New York City, of course, Totally exciting. Steinway Billiards, what a great place. Everybody's so hospitable. Uh, They put together an amazing event, well-organized, and, you know, they're not trying to be a Kevin Trudeau here with the IPD, IPT. Right. Blow everybody away with, you know, bells and whistles and the fireworks. Darren has kept the expectations low. They're trying to do it the right way. They're trying to make it a player-centric tour, um, and that's the way you do it. And, I mean, there was nothing but great reviews from all the players and all the fans. The people at Steinway Billiards in Queens and New York City just couldn't be nicer. Everybody is so friendly and hospitable. Um, And I think really a lot of this comes down to uh, Darren Appleton himself. This is a guy who is just, you know, passionate about the game, uh, he pours his heart and soul into the game itself, and you knew that knowing Darren and how hard he works at his game and his pool game is that you, you just knew that he would do the same in promoting. So he was wearing two hats this week, mm-hmm. and and he did. Yeah, and it was hardcore pool, mm-hmm. and it was great stuff. And I have a new appreciation for eight ball, <laughs> and I think that yeah. when it's done, when it's done right. When it's explained to the public what the players are seeing and doing and all this stuff, that there is a market out there. Will it be a market that will get us on ESPN? Uh, I don't know about that, but uh, for pool fans and even the amateurs, who a lot of people always say, hey, the amateurs, you know, yeah, they play pool, but they don't watch pool. This is something they would watch. Mm-hmm. It was great stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely true. No, you're right. Darren, he did what he said. He Not only did he accomplish what he set out to do, but he also did what he said he was going to do. So, you know, props to him. Props to um, all the people that were involved in putting it together. Um, I hope, and I'm sure that there's a lot of people that hope that uh, this just continues to get better and continues to build steam. 
And, uh, you know, here, another year or two, this could really make a difference in uh, the American professional scene. I mean, there's just a lot of potential there for that. Well, absolutely. And and I think the, the key is, is that he has a plan, David. He, he yeah. has, yeah. They, they have a vision. It's not just a one-off tournament. Right. And... I've talked to several of the sponsors, like the guy from uh, Czechia, Rudy Longins from the Netherlands, and and you know they, these people just don't spend money out of nowhere, you know, just for on anything. Sure, uh, they were um, set all saying that the key the key is that why they're interested in is because it, there's a plan. Mm-hmm. There's there's something to look forward to. It's not just one, a one off event. Right. There's ranking points. There's a a tour card that you can secure and get in next year, and um, and they're doing it right. And 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 also, I don't want to toot my own horn, but getting the media side of it is also important. Absolutely. And how many tournaments have we seen all over the world? And this has been one of my pet peeves in this sport that. People will put on tournaments, and nobody outside of the venue knows that it happened. That it's even going on. Right. That's absolutely true. Right. It's not even going on. And Darren, you know, has been following what I've been doing for years, you know, for the WPA, uh, where, you know, I'm covering the event with proper storytelling. Uh, and then, then you had J.P. Parmentier, the French photographer, who's been doing great stuff for Master. Extraordinary. Just fantastic. Yes. And so... Yeah, and when you put it all together, it gives the event the appearance of professionalism that the sport has been dying for. Absolutely true. All these years. Absolutely true. So, and and, and but that, that, that having said that, it was professionally done. It was very well organized. And I tell you, this hate ball is a. I, I have a new appreciation for the game sure of hate ball now. I can't wait to get back on the table and start learning and start Im- trying to implement all the things that Nick Barner was talking about. <laughs> yeah. Week. Yeah, no Nick is is uh, he might be very well the most experienced A-ball player on the planet right now. I mean Nick's record speaks for itself and he's just a very intelligent guy when it comes to that game. So couldn't have had a better person commentating yeah. for sure. And of course, Mr. Ted, you know, you're you've got this passion that's so infectious. It it really gets people, you know, it, you do a fantastic job. I got to give you props too because well, uh, thank you for saying thank you for saying that. It's just sometimes uh you, you know, when I'm over there in China writing about the the women's world nine ball and um you know, it just seems like nobody's paying attention sometimes. And, right, uh, right. You, you know, it, it does it does feel like that. But um, I I love the pool scene. It's full of characters, and I you know I think pool is as uh, I think the pool scene um, is just fantastic from a sporting perspective. Yes. And I have such an admiration for these pool players. Uh, for what they go through, and they are pool is so difficult of, of a sport. I think. It, I mean, I grew up playing golf, and I think pool's harder than golf <laughs> yeah. uh, to win a tournament. It can they be little money, little appreciation, uh-huh. uh, often treated like garbage. Um, but in this case, they were treated like kings in, at this at this tournament. And um, so, I, I love to talk about the drama and the inherent drama in pool. I, I love to try to relate that. Uh, to the fans and right uh, because it's a because it's a sport that doesn't 
get to the level that it deserves. Right. Well, uh, it's like yeah. you said. It's like you said before. That's the missing element. You know, all the guys uh, pat them on the Kelly. You know, put, pat them on the back for uh, putting the events together, the tournaments, the the uh, Derby City and the U.S. Open and Zuglin and all the rest. But we're still not finding out enough about the drama, about the backstory, about the players, and all the excitement that is there that's just not coming through. So that's where you guys were able to excel, where some of them have not been able to or just haven't taken the time to to do that before. you got to bring that element into it. You like, know what yeah, I mean? they're, yeah, they're great characters, the pool players. They travel all over the world for yes. little money, no guarantees. And, exactly. And, um, uh, you know, Ruslan Chinnikov, the winner of the event, is uh, yes. this is a guy who's been around for... 10 years. He started when he was 13 years old. He was on the international scene. He won the World Junior Championship when he was 15. He recently um, hired Johan Reisink, the great Dutch coach, to two years ago to be his mentor and coach. Right. And uh, Johan's worked with him on a lot of the mental aspect of the game. And, but if we're not there, if the journalists like myself, yourself, you know, and, and, and the guys like JP are not there to document this, Nobody will care, right? Because they won't know. Yeah, they won't care. even know, right? Exactly. You no, know, <laughs> there's nobody. They won't there. know, and Absolutely we true. need to treat the sport properly in order for it to grow. Right. You know, we got to tell these stories. Yes. This is what's going to draw in the average fan, the amateur Absolutely. player who plays in a league once or twice a week. Right. Exactly. Well, and it's also, you know? it's also that uh, uh, it's the carrot. You know, for the players out there now, there's some something to uh, uh, a uh, what do you call it? A reputable title to go after in a game that they can play. You know, we're not talking about, uh, say, golf, for example, where you've got to spend fifteen, twenty, thirty years learning how to be a master at this. Everybody knows how to play eight ball, so this is you know, and this is a tournament that they can look into, that they can try to actually aspire to. That's reasonable. That's you know that the average player can go. Wow. Well, I got news for you. I can do that. I got news for you. There is going to be an avalanche of players coming from overseas. I bet to try and get in this tournament. <laughs> I bet, especially from England, Wales, Scotland, and Ireland, where they play this English eight ball. <clears throat> yeah, and there now the guy we had guys like Pat Holtz. From Scotland, Patty McLaughlin from Ireland, uh, Fred Dinsmore, a uh, great wheelchair player, was in the event. All these guys are going to go back, and they, there's some terrific, amazing, world class oh, yeah. eight ball players. Of course, this is English eight ball. This is a little bit different, but still the same concept. Yeah, they're going to be coming over next time because they heard so much about it. Yeah, no, this it's good. This is really good. And I look forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. Well, when Dar Darren is, you know, they're open for constructive criticism. Uh, they want to do it right. Uh, they're looking to implement uh, technology, uh, yeah. higher standards. Right. And the rule changes were great. You know, there were, there were some of the, the, the great rules. There were some really good uh, rule changes. Mm -hmm. uh, take what you make. Uh made the game more difficult. I, I like that. And, yes, and the the uh, shootouts, that was fantastic, fantastic. Oh, the stuff. shootouts. 
Well, we'll get to that in a second, but the brake <laughs> shot have to brake from outside the box. Yes. So, so it's not just, you know, brake them and run them. Yeah. Uh, a lot of strategy. I'll tell you one thing I, I really enjoyed was having watched so much nine ball over the years, I was really getting into all this where they were hitting balls and knocking out other clusters and breaking them up and getting and still being able to get shots on one of their balls. I, I was yeah. like, I just thought that that really showed the uh, incredible skills of these guys. So, because yeah. generally in nine ball, you do all you can to avoid running into other balls. Yes. You know, I mean, on occasion you have to break up clusters. Man, these guys are unbelievable how oh, good yeah. they are. Oh, yeah. You know, being able to pot a ball and break up a cluster and, 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 and look at it, being able to take a table that looks like it's a complete and total mess and within seconds, all of a sudden, it opens up and they run right, out. Right, right, right. No, yeah, it is an intriguing game. It's an underrated game, too. Like you said, if the rules are are such that it's not just a walk in the park, it can be a, a very complicated game. You know, half the balls you can't touch. So it's, um, yeah, I'm a fan right. of eight ball from, from back in the day. I, I like it more than nine ball myself, but uh, I know somebody's going to throw rocks at me for saying that, <laughs> for saying that, but definitely got to give props to, uh, uh, for Darren for thinking it through, you know, I mean, there wasn't even a lot of time to be honest with you for him to get all this together, to round yeah. up the sponsors and to decide on the format. Um, I don't know how the hell they did it. To be honest with you, I was a little worried, you know, um, some of the guys and I were having these these conversations, you know, kind of backstage going, you know, uh, I hope that, you know, Darren, let me also make the point that you and I have discussed before. Darren, uh, you know, he's a wonderful person if you get to know him. Um, and But for him to put it all on the line like this, you know, what if something had gone wrong? What if something didn't go right? He had the testicular fortitude to put himself out there to produce this event with his own name on it. That's that's that says a lot just by itself. That's right. You know how passionate that's he had right. to be to put the whole world and say, "Hey, look, I'm going out there and putting on this event, man," and to risk it. You know, I mean, even if you lost all your money, big deal. But do you really want to lose your professional reputation forevermore? And he put himself out there for that. So he, you know he did, and um, and isn't it amazing if you look on social media now? Usually, there's always people uh, moaning and whining about this thing or that thing. Have you ever seen uh, an event that has uh, gotten such rave reviews? And so as as this event, right? And and I don't know that I recall seeing any negative comments after it. at least not from anybody that was there or involved in it anyway so yeah that's a great sign yeah, and and, and they, you know yeah they picked a really good venue steinway billiards is just uh it's just it's something about that place mm-hmm. everybody's so friendly yeah. uh they're really serious about the game hospitable how can you beat new york city if you're going to try to build up a pool league in right in the heart of new york city th- mm-hmm. this is all time right I, and right. uh so that ha- that gave it a good vibe and obviously i think in the future they they would love to go to like more bigger venues like casinos but um 
you know, it, it, it just has potential uh, because everybody seems to be so into it. And Darren is doing it right. Mm-hmm. You know, he's doing it for the players, by the players. Right, right, right. And, and it's everybody just had great things to say about it because they didn't feel cheated. They didn't feel like there were the cheap. There were cheap rules. I, I've been to all these events, and every I always hear people. You sit in the stands, in the Qatar World Nine Ball. Everybody's ah, the game's too easy. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're making a wing ball on the break, and you know anybody can win these events. I've right. often had arguments with these guys about that because I believe that um, even if an, uh, the break is breaking easy, I, I still think that in these big world championships that pressure is the great equalizer you know that at the end of the day you never see a nobody win a tournament very rarely you right. see a nobody win a tournament so that just tells you that pressure even if the rack is breaking easy that pressure will equalize all that that'll straighten things out in the end however having said that um he's made this a real players event and as long as we can continue to tell the story and bring it to the average fan. I think there's a it's a recipe for success. Oh yes, absolutely. And along that same line, you know, let me ask you this question, okay? Um, Darren um, yeah. and the team have have uh, they've started a new revolution. I'm gonna go out like I said. I'm gonna go out on a limb. There's a revolution going on in American pool right now. So, from it's a two part question. If you could say anything to Darren, which I'm sure you're going to speak to him again pretty soon. So if you could say anything to Darren about support, the future of this event, about what's going to take place in the future, um, part A answer is what would you say to Darren? And the B part of the question is what would you say to the fans and the friends and the supporters? What should each of these parties do to make sure that this goes on? and gets better and better and bigger and everything else. Well, first of Darren is, uh, uh, did a great job. I still have a few doubts about how a three and a half hour eight ball match translates to the wider public. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you, you know, it's a long period of time to invest in sure. one match right, right, right. for people to put in that kind of effort to watch that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know how many people are going to watch that. I think one of the solutions is uh, is a shot clock. Right, and, right, right. But you can't really have a shot clock right now because how would that work? You would have to have a referee or something at every table. Well, that's 14 tables. I mean, you're talking about investing $20,000 a tournament, and that's just not feasible. So how right. do you institute a shot clock? Right. I, I think a shot clock would be wonderful in shortening the matches. Uh, oh. This is the one thing I, I already spoke to Darren. I, I remember I, I did a commentary on one particular match, and it was probably over three and a half hours long. And I was like seeing things after, after <laughs> the time the match. Was right? Over. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. To commentate and watch. Right. You know. Right. Right. Studiously watch a match for three and a half hours right right so how did i mean it's just you know it's a, you're talking about a quarterfinal match that goes on for that, that's that a, length yeah of time. that's right that's um, right well maybe when it gets down so, to the quarterfinals you know, or something put not necessarily a shot clock uh like an honor system shot clock where 
you know, just something, an agreement between the players where you know you're not supposed to drag ass. Or, I, you know what I mean? I don't even know. You're right, though. Enforcing a shot clock yeah, on every table would, would work, but... be difficult. So, all right, yeah, so the suggestion know. is to, I number know, one, I've heard a lot speed of the it up. Players, well, I heard some of the players talking about, like, well, they ought to break it up into sets and make it a race to 21 and 25. And I'm sitting there, because I, I think in terms of a media man, you know, right, I'm not, right. I don't think in terms of a player. And the player is always, you know, let's have a race to 100 and then we'll determine who's the best. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There. No, <laughs> that is, that's going to draw a few hundred hardcore fans and that's it. Right. We, you, you need to think about the bigger sporting audience. There are a lot of people who would enjoy watching an event like this. Do they have three and a half hours to invest in a quarterfinal match? Right. Uh, I don't, not many do. Not in a quarterfinal. Um, so right, no. You, no, and, you know, this, and, and Darren understands this, and he, you know, and, and one of the ways to do this is through technology, and he's got some very good friends, uh, people like Ira Lee, Eric Kwan, who are big into technology and, and, and are working on some ideas that um, can help bring this to fruition. Um, things like Hawkeye technology, you know, like they use in tennis yeah. to determine whether a ball is in or out. Yes, exactly. These are the kind exactly. of things right, that we're looking at to perhaps you know, bring the game into the modern era where people can see it to, uh, in a more 3D, high-definition way Right. In order that they can become more enthralled by yeah. what's going on. Yeah, yeah, okay? absolutely. So, you know what I mean. So, but this is going to take time. Sure, this is going to take time to get there. Oh yeah. So that would be one thing I would say to Darren. You know, and he understood that. And and, uh, and I always think in terms of a, as a media man, but as far as getting a proper you know storyteller, proper photographer, mm -hmm. uh, I was also doing MC, which really worked well, right. making it seem bigger than life. Uh, those were big successes. Yes. Um, now, as far as you were mentioning the fans, well, the fans can support it mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. give constructive criticism mm -hmm. and, um, and and don't just poo-poo it and like like people tend to do and show up at the event and and get to meet the players and see how hard everybody's working. Just support it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Really, get involved. Get involved. Get involved. Share, you know, share the information. Jesus. Share the links. You know, repost it on your social media. Tell a friend. You know, um, we've got guys in Chicago that'll put the matches on, and they'll invite everybody over like a football party. You know, I mean, it's. Is that right? Now we've got something. Now we've got something to rally around, and we've got players that we can follow. You know, from the beginning of the season through to the end. This is the way it's supposed to be. So be, be fans, it, you know, and pay attention to what's yeah, going I, on. I mean, and I, I just hope, yeah, that's it. And I, I mean, we, there's something you guys didn't see uh, that was going on during the tournament. We did a lot of interviews and we had like a green screen set up in the back and, and I was conducting a lot of interviews <clears throat> yeah. and they'll be put up in due time probably on YouTube and on the Whirlpool series site when we get all that together. But the, um, it'd be nice if that stuff was either live or put up within minutes of, of it being, uh, filmed. Right. And right. this is a great opportunity to get to know 
the world of pool players from all over the world. It's exactly. just so fascinating. Who are these guys? Where do they come from? How did you get so good? Do you do, do you do it full time or don't you? And you know, and to find out just everything about who these guys are, because again, you know, David and I know what these guys go through. It's like torture. It's that's unbelievable right. how right. hard it is to earn a living at this sport. It is, and that's one of the reasons <laughs> I just love following it because when you're down at the, um, uh, you know, the last rack. And you've got a uh, couple of balls left on the table, and you see the guys with their their hands shaking, and they can barely hold the cue. And you know that <laughs> if he makes this run out, his family's going to eat. And if he doesn't make the run out, he may have to go take a loan out from somebody so he puts food on the table. I know That's it sounds right. cruel, but this is what makes it interesting. Well, you're this absolutely man right. Needs these three balls. Just to eat, right? Just to <laughs> yeah, just to make his mortgage, uh, you know, or to pay his rent, or, or if not, like you said, he's gonna go home and his wife or his girlfriend's gonna flog him on the head for a month, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, but just the story, exactly. just the so stories that this, yeah, you know, people can relate to that. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. Just just the 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 just the the simple story of what it takes for some of these guys to even get involved in an event like this. Some of them have to save money for weeks and months at a time, travel hassles, family hassles, you know, schedule conflicts, the whole nine yards. These are real actual people just like you and I that still wake up in the morning and put their pants on. But now they're in the damn spotlight and everything's on the line. And that's the, you know, that is what's missing in the pool world. And this is a perfect opportunity for us to get to know that about all these guys. There's 35 countries represented yes, here. I mean, There's 35 stories how about, of, uh, you know, how they got here. Yes. How about um, Henrik Larson, six-time uh, world nine-ball wheelchair champion, uh, won a match uh, against, uh, I think it was Eric Holofsen of Switzerland, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, who was an, who's an able-bodied player, but uh, Henrik is in a wheelchair, and I watched that match mm-hmm. to watch this guy perform just awe-inspiring. Absolutely. Awe-inspiring. That's how right. he cruises around the table and he how he plays the game. He can't see the table uh, the way a person who's able-bodied That's can. That's right. That's right. And... And and Darren made it a point to invite these guys. And I don't know if your listeners know, but Darren is a big supporter of the wheelchair uh, pool players and often auctions off his Moscone Cup right. gear and shirts and things like that to support these guys in their endeavors. And Fred Dinsmore from Ireland, uh, who um, Darren invited over, I mean, these these guys, I mean, he had to do all he could to raise money just to get come over and... I said, Fred, are you, are you going to come back for the uh, April event? He goes, well, I doubt it uh, because it's just too expensive, you know. And I said, Fred, you know, those are the kind of words that Darren, when he hears that, I'm sure he's going to make sure he does something about it because you guys are a real credit to this event, you know. And and uh, people loved seeing them there. Oh, yeah. And they are very competitive, the wheelchair guys. Oh, yeah. Sure enough. Very competitive. Yeah. 
no, you know, it's and fantastic. See them and what they thought about playing in an able-bodied event, where they would say just this was something just so special for them. So these are the kind of stories we just you know we, when this stuff gets uploaded, these interviews, people are going to see even more of this stuff. You know how how oh, interesting yeah. this game is. Absolutely, and I can't wait to to see the Turner, or the or Turner, the Learner Twist. I want to. I can't wait to read your stories, Ted. <laughs> I keep wanting to well, call you on, Ted Turner. Now you know. at the, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, they're on my site, tedlearner.com. The, uh, that's my uh, personal website. You know, all my writing is on there. And, and you know, I've written a couple books, but they have nothing related, related to pool. But, uh, uh, but uh, we were posting all the stories on there because we just had a little bit of an issue with the website, the theworldpoolseries.com. But mm-hmm. in due time, all this stuff will get ironed out, and there'll be videos and and uh, proper scoring systems and, and everything like that. That's right. And we will be on hand uh, during the next event, as a matter of fact. So we're hoping to, uh, I hear on this show, to give you some ongoing information and or interviews as the event's taking place. Just so the listeners know, there will be better coverage as these events progress throughout the year. So you certainly want to keep your eyes and your ears peeled for that. So, Mr. Ted, yeah, I would, I would ask your listeners, everybody, just to be patient. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's yeah. A couple of issues, like with the website, uh, uh, with uh, just a few things with the promoting and everything, just to make sure that we get like the biographies of the players and integrating the scoring system. I don't know if you guys noticed, but there was a great. Um, we were using a company called Q Score. Yeah. Yeah, outstanding. Yeah, outstanding, outstanding site for uh, for games. Yeah, stats. they have a very good uh, system. I believe this is a Norwegian company, uh, and they're very they're hundred percent focused on pool and setting up brackets. So even like people who have amateur leagues can go there and sign up and and mm-hmm. uh, and and get all the brackets so they can run their league through there, but. Their stuff is really high end and very professional, and uh, they had their guy um, uh, there. Damien was there and were working on integrating their scoring system into the website of WhirlpoolSeries.com and all the biographies and everything. So it's sort of a seamless Mm -hmm. uh, situation where people can just go to the Whirlpool series and follow everything live. Right. 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 Yeah, that's revolutionary. Great stuff, man. Really good stuff. And, and so let's not let's just say that let's let's all let, we we shouldn't forget. Let's all let's let's give credit where it is due to Darren Appleton. Yes, sir. Because when this guy puts out the call, whether it be to play or to come help him out with the media or to help him out with the website or to help him out with the technology or the lighting or setting up the tables, they know that this is the real deal. And everybody answered the call. And that was what was great about it, David, that everybody stepped forward yes. to help him out because yeah, they, they knew that he's as hardcore off the table as he is on the table. That's right. That's right. As far as getting stuff done. That's right. And like I said before, if he you know, if he's gonna put his name on the line, then you <laughs> You better bet that it's gonna go like he says. It's, you know what I mean. Like he means it. He's a very. Well, you want to be a part of it. Yeah, you want to be a part of it because you know that he's very serious about it. 
So, you know what? Hey, I'm right there with you. I'm with all you guys. Let's do this, you know? Couldn't be nothing better. So you're going to be there next time? I'm probably, I probably am, yeah, yeah. Probably am. Gonna, I'm going to hold you to that. I know. Gonna, you're not there. <laughs> I'm going to call up this show, and I'm going to lambast you on the air. Okay? <laughs> All right. I, you, you can hold me to that. You can hold me to that. <clears throat> I will hold you to that. All right, Ted. I'll let you. I will hold you. Well, thanks again, sir, for your time. I do appreciate uh, all everything that you've done, uh, not just for uh, Appleton, but for the World Pool Association. Um, your coverage of the sport is valuable, whether you get thanked for it or not. <clears throat> Excuse me. And your willingness to support this new event and the tour and everything, uh, that just lends credibility, credibility to the event and to you and to Darren and everybody else too. So at least if well, nobody well, else says things, that, but, yeah, but David, thank you. thank you. Thank you. And as you, you know, I'm sure that you're, you know, I'm waiting your appetites for you to be there next time. And, yeah. and you're, you can become an integral part of it. And anybody who can support this and come along and let's be positive about all this and help support the game because, right. you know, I, this game has been on life support in the last few years, especially Absolutely. in the United States. So right. people got to come together. It's okay to have criticisms and, and, um, and critiques, but, but it's got to be done in a positive manner, not tearing people apart like people do on social media. Sure enough. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, and I'll just let me mention this one more thing kind of briefly here. You know, it, there was Mark Cantrell and I, bless his heart, he's, he's still out on sick leave. Um, we were having this discussion about you know who's even qualified in this world to to bring a positive new event out and get the support from players and get the support from the fans and everything else. Darren is really just a perfect example uh, of that person. You know, he's an outstanding player, so is. there is no question about his ability, and he's a, really a great person. You know, on a personal level. So this is another reason why this worked well, because it was the right person to actually to initiate it. You know, there's some of the other pool that, players that, out that there. Darren is a, right. May, they may play well, but they might not be the, the right person to get it, you know, to make this happen. So for him, this was a perfect opportunity. And, and so far, he's taken perfect advantage of it. And we wish him nothing but the best. Yes. And, uh... You know, look for the videos online and, uh, you know, support us and like the Facebook page. And uh, yep. hey, we'll see you in New York in uh, April, David. Yes, April and the 4th. And a lot of your listeners are going to be there, too. Absolutely true. April the 4th. You guys mark it on your calendar. April the 4th. It's now April 5th. April oh, 5th okay. to the 8th. There you go. 5th through the 8th Steinway in April. Billiards. Right. Mark your calendars. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will catch you next week right here on American Billiard Radio.